Welcome back, everyone, to the Suit Yourself Podcast, part of the Finish First Media team. My name is Austin, co-host number one, joined tonight by fellow co-host number two. Brandon. We'd like to welcome everyone, welcome everyone back, excuse me, to the week eight recap tonight. It's uh, an exciting week. It's a very exciting week. Uh, we'll be coming back at you later this week with the week nine uh, preview show, hopefully tomorrow. Uh, we did not do that last week, so hopefully uh, we can get that done this week. Life's been a little busy. Just a little. Just a little bit. Uh, Brandon, uh, do I dare ask how you're doing today? Because I know the answer. Uh, not, not good. Mm. Not good. But hopefully, hopefully, this could be a way to make it better. Mm. That's what Maybe we like to hear. Maybe make the viewers' day a little better as well. We are recording this uh, November 3rd. So this today is Tuesday. Uh, at the 7.45 Central Standard Savings Time here, uh, I would like to ask Brandon... Uh, as for our question of the episode, at this point, are you expecting a Trump or Biden victory? Politics aside, who are you? Who would you put money on right now to win? Well, it depends what the lines are. But if I had to make a guess on who's going to win, if it were an even line, I'd say Biden. Okay, that's all we asked for. That's perfect. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Uh, we're that being said, we're going to jump straight into today's show. Uh, we're going to start things off going over injuries. Uh, we might do a little waiver talk, but since it's Tuesday, we're probably going to do more of uh, add add the waiver sprinkles in as we talk about the games. Uh, and then we're going to go ahead and recap what has happened in week eight. So uh, just jumping right into things, I'm going to pull up our injury report. Once again, uh, I know nothing about medical anything. Don't you have a personal training license? So uh, it expired. Uh, so we're just reading things. I'm reading things. So this is not any form of uh, advice in terms of injuries or uh, my opinions here necessarily. So some of the new injuries we're going to start with, unfortunately, for my team, Calvin Ridley. He uh, hurt his ankle and missed a large portion of the game on Sunday. Uh, tests were all negative, so he may be able to return this week, which would be good. Uh, would, will he be 100%? Who knows, but at least it's not looking like a long-term injury. Uh, Daryl Henderson, everybody's favorite, uh, he took a shot to the thigh and was unable to continue. Um, we're not sure if he's – I believe they have a bye this week. Um, and it looks like he has a bruise, so he uh, will probably return after the bye. Does that excite you? Uh, well, somebody who's been rostering Malcolm Brown for far too long, it made me very excited. And then I, you mentioned that they had the bye this week, and it <sighs> immediately. And he's probably going to come back. Yeah. Uh, another, uh, for my fantasy team, Kenny Galladay uh, is our next victim, so to speak. Um, he had another injury. He was finally healthy. Uh, he had a hip injury today. It looks like it's going to be a multi-week injury. I was hearing rumblings as well that since he was unhappy about his contract situation, that he was waiting to be 100% uh, to come back and play. Uh, so that's something to keep in mind. It looks like you will not have him for a couple weeks. Shout out to my team. Yeah, no, I, he's already missing OBJ. and In my primary Calvin league, Ridley. I have um, him and Chris Godwin, where it seems like every week it's something new. Like, oh, Chris Godwin hurt his hamstring. Oh, Chris Godwin got a concussion. Oh, he hurt his hamstring again. Oh, he broke his finger. It's like, okay, like, come on now. Yeah, it yeah, has. First three picks, uh, McCaffrey, Godwin, and Galladay. That's been a, a tough, tough few mm. weeks. Chubb, Sanders, and uh, Cortland Sutton. Hasn't been also tough. Uh, next, we have T.Y. Hilton. I don't know if anybody cares about T.Y. No. at this point, but uh, he has a groin injury. Uh, I believe he's going to be out for at least a little while, so a couple weeks it looks like. So, not going to have him for a while. Tevin Coleman, uh, he's yet uh, out again with another injury. It uh, looks like a knee injury. Uh, wait, again? I believe so. Oh, my goodness. 
Uh, we're not sure how serious it is, but it looks like he may be out. Uh, it's recommended Jamichael Hasty might and Raheem Mostert might get some work. Uh, I, I'm not sure if uh, Raheem. I don't know if Raheem is 100 percent. I thought Raheem was on the IR. I mean, he could have just been taken off. Mm-hmm. But what about Jet? Do you think Jet's going to get that? Uh, I think he's not. They're not trying to use him in that kind of role. Um, next, we have George Kittle. I believe he is essentially out for the remainder of the fantasy season. So you're probably going to be dropping him. Um, I can't quite remember what it was that he was hurt with, um, but I just remember he is out what I believe it was the rest of the season or six to eight weeks or something. He was out for a long time. So uh, Garoppolo, he's also out, so not that you're starting him anyway. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anybody else of consequence here. These are the injury updates. Um, Freeman might be back this week, Devontae Freeman. We're not sure yet. Uh Even if he is, I'd expect Wayne Gallman to be pretty heavily involved, but that offense is so bad that I'm not even sure if it matters. Um, it looks like Debo Samuel will not be playing this week. Um, and then it looks like we're watching the health of Chris Carson. He, he, uh, might be playing. We're not entirely sure. If not, DJ Dallas is the guy that you want. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anybody else we care about real quick here. Uh, does not look like Kenyon Drake will play this week. Uh, that hurts. Austin Eckler. He actually made the list here. Uh, it says he is not close to returning. Uh, Nick Chubb does not appear close to returning. What do you do, tear that thing? And then, uh, well, he is finally eligible to come off IR, but uh, looks like it's just not going to happen. It's not good. So hopefully he's getting pretty close. Same with uh, Joe Mixon. Uh, he is expected to return in week 10 for all you uh, Joe Mixon owners out there or Giovanni Bernard owners. Ooh. So get another week out of Gio. Uh, and then Christian McCaffrey is expected to return from his ankle sprain About this week. time. Goodness sakes. Um, it looks been like, a rough six and weeks. then it looks like Miles Sanders will be back in week 10. I, I know this is really boring to listen to. I apologize. It, apparently, we all knew this, but just reading the names, apparently 90% yeah, of all fantasy players are hurt. hurt. So uh, Mark Ingram is also not close to returning. Um, Raheem Mostert is out at least two more weeks. Uh, Andy Dalton was going to come back from his concussion, but he is on the COVID list. So Yeah, it's not good. Fun stuff there, and there we go. Look at that. That was just the offensive side of the ball. That was the off. That was just the skill player side. Lord knows it, how many uh, how many linemen and defensive players are on here. But uh, so I apologize for that boring segment. But those are all your injuries. But the uh, the uh, the updated uh, prognosis. What what's the plural of prognosis? Prognosi. Prognosi. Beats me. Yeah. Who knows? Uh. So yeah. There's that. Speaking of who knows, why would anybody? Bet on the Carolina Panthers last week. I don't even remember who they're playing. The oh wait, are you, Falcons are you, game one. Oh, you're attempting to segue here. Yeah. Oh, okay. how would anybody do that? I put some Sorry, money on the I Falcons was, last week. I was week. not uh, understanding the segue. No, it was very poor. But I, I, I put some money on the Falcons last week and it paid off. Well, who? who how do I know? I haven't heard the game score. Twenty-five to seventeen, Falcons. <sighs> Falcons had to lead the entire game except maybe the first quarter. I think they're down seven to three. But other than that, it was an absolute domination because Teddy Bridgewater unfortunately or fortunately for me was not very sharp. It's just team. hard to bet on a team though with one win. You see, here here's something I I look take into account. I mean, regardless of I know the Panthers only had 3, but I mean it's not like If Teddy Bridgewater is the favorite, mm-hmm. chances are I'm betting against him. Oh. And so far it's been easy money. I've won 2 weeks in a row and I'm <sighs> I'm looking forward to this week. I'm not sure who oh. I can't remember who they play, but there might be a bet there. Well, you're going to figure it out tomorrow because tomorrow is the Week 9 preview show. Preview show, yeah. <sighs> wow. Um, interesting things. Brian Hill 
got seven less carries. Brian Hill is terrible. Than Gurley, and he had nine more yards. His efficiency was double. But Todd Gurley averaged 2.6 yards a carry. That man can't run the ball to save his life. But he can rush for touchdowns every week. It's infuriating. 18 for 46 and a rushing touchdown for Gurley. Incredible Brian Hill numbers. also got both of the catches for the running backs, making the total count go to 13 or from 13 carries to 18 carries. Does this worry you at all if you're a Todd Gurley owner? I, I mean, I think you know what you're getting with Todd Gurley. I think he's going to be... He's going to get you in the end zone more weeks than he's not, so I think that's what you're mostly counting on. I mean, is the workload moving over to Brian Hill worrisome at all? And I know he still had 18 Eh. carries, but... I mean, is it working, moving towards him? I don't know. It's 13 to 18. That's almost... That's probably, what, 55-45 split? 11 to 18. Well, if you're going to... Two catches. Okay, so you're touching touches. Uh, I would need to see it happen. If it happened at two or three weeks straight, yeah, but I I don't think anybody drafted... The the thing is, you didn't draft Todd Gurley to be a number one. I mean, you did, but... You know, you didn't expect him to be an elite running back option. So, you know, he's you're going to play him if you have him. So, but down, I, I'd say it is slightly concerning. Yes, down week for DJ Moore. That forty-two Moore. yard, that forty-two yard catch happened on the last drive of the game. Other than that, he was held to one catch for thirteen yards. Is that concerning? <laughs> um, I mean the the Panthers' offense is just concerning. I mean, if you look across the board, they had sixteen receptions. So, I mean, it's not it's not good. Yeah, not very good. Robbie Anderson did lead the way five for eight or. Five receptions on eight targets for 48 yards. Um, yeah, DJ Moore, two for 55 yards on six targets. So I saw an infographic. Curtis Samuel keeps scoring so many ridiculous touchdowns. He scores a rushing touchdown every week. Well, not this week, but yeah. Or it seems. He scores at <laughs> no, least not, a touchdown. Not this week. A touchdown. But. but I saw an infographic. Oh, no. Teddy Bridgewater, they're praising him for his perfect passer rating through the Wait, first half. What are you talking about? Curtis Samuel did score a rushing touchdown this, this week. This upcoming week, he's hurt. He scored one against the Falcons. No, this upcoming week he won't. Oh, win. I thought you said that. But, yeah, he had two touchdowns this week. I know. But they were saying he was a – they were talking about his perfect passer rating with 100 first half yards. I'm sorry, who's? I saw this online. No, no, who, who's passer Teddy, rating? Teddy Bridgewater. Oh. Perfect one with 100 yards. Then he ended the game with 76 yards in the second half. 15 for 23, 176 yards, one touchdown, one interception. He's not getting it done. Does anybody honestly think he's good? Yeah, go on Twitter. People, there's no people but, talk that man. Nobody up so can much. legitimately think he's good. Speaking of good, another great performance out of Julio Jones like, and Hayden Hurst actually showed up to play this week. I'm going to say a little of this is Calvin Ridley getting hurt, as we just talked about. Yeah, um, that obviously leaves things a little bit more open for both of them. But I do think Hayden Hurst has kind of found his role similar to Gronk, mm-hmm. where whether you think they're that good or not, they're just always going to be getting – you know what I mean? It seems like they're always five catches for at least 50, maybe a touchdown kind of thing. Uh, Julio, though, that's definitely good news for him. A uh, little bit disappointing for Russell Gage, though, if you threw him in. I know yeah. that he's a guy I always like to throw in there as a what-the-heck, but, you know. Wasn't good this week. Mike Davis, though, he still looks okay, 13 for 66, but it looks like uh, your time using him is probably going to be finished. With yeah, uh, McCaffrey coming absolutely. back in, so. And speaking of finished, are we ready to say that the New England Patriots? Are we ready to say that their time is finished in this division, at least as of right now? Why are they going to get kicked out of the division? No, as in being a contender. Uh, two and five, zero oh and three away. Cam Newton threw for less than two hundred no, yards. No, I want to give them. I want to see what happens. Still no touchdown. They should have. They. I mean, if we're being honest, the, the Patriots probably should have won this game, or at least went to overtime, if nothing else. This was like the most like backwards game for the Bills I've ever seen them play I this didn't... season. Like, in the past, all they've been able to do is throw, and they couldn't run the ball to save their lives. In this game, Josh Allen couldn't hit anything, and they were running the ball all over them, which is very weird to me. 
But yeah, hopefully I'm they just, continue that trend with the Russians. I just don't trust the Bills at all. They keep getting really. They're the definition of a team. Like once the playoff comes, I'm putting tons of money against them. Either no that, matter whether where they're ranked. Either that or they're a team that can get really hot really quick. I just don't think Josh Allen's good enough. Again, this game was also, I believe it was wins. It was super windy, so both quarterbacks struggled, I heard. I did not see the entire game, so I don't know. But they, I was hearing reports that there was a bunch of errant passes just because that would certainly hurts. I mean, but if you look at the stats, I mean, Josh Allen threw 18 times. Cam Newton threw 25. Yeah, it, it was Neither not of them had no. over 175 yards. No. So there was zero combined passing touchdowns. So yeah. that is, I mean, to your point, that's probably part of it. The big deal there. Uh, Damian Harris, though, he's been looking incredible. 16 for 102 and a touchdown. Yeah, he's their best runner. I think that they're going to keep using him a lot. They better. He's all they have. Cam Newton also 9 for 54 and a touchdown on the ground. The costly fumble at the end, but still, uh, he's putting in a lot of work, too. And the nice thing or the encouraging thing for people who own guys like uh, Stephon Diggs is that even when Josh Allen can't get anything going, uh, Stefan Diggs still gets his in full PPR. Mm. He had 15 points. Which yeah, he's is, very good. Unfortunate if he started anybody else. But. Yeah, Cole Beasley had that down game, which I feel like a genius for not playing him because I chose not. To, I took him on my lineup at the last second this week, but then I replaced him with AJ Green. So like the one guy who did worse than him this week. So I mean, I've it, heard a lot of rumblings of Zach Moss being a big uh, waiver guy this week. What are your thoughts? Uh, I rostered him the entire season. Him and Devin Singletary had 14 carries yeah, apiece. I rostered him the entire season to drop Two him about a week ago because I couldn't put together a full roster. And, of course, right when I drop him, they start using him. Do you trust him? Yeah, he's good. 14 for 81 and two touchdowns? If they use him, he's good. Josh Allen also 10 for 23 and a touchdown. That's yeah. a lot of combined quarterback runs. 19 rushes by the quarterbacks? Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of um, our Allens isn't very efficient because most of his are running out of a sack. Whereas, like, for instance, guys like Lamar, they have designed runs. They don't do many design runs for Allen, which does tank his average. But considering those ten, like five of those ten probably easily could have been a sack. Do you consider any of the Patriots wide receivers to be uh, ownable at this point? I mean, Edelman's I'm even going to put James White in the mix. I don't think James White is ownable. Ed- Edelman's worth owning. He's is on IR. Worth... Oh, okay. Never mind. Um, Maybe he'll be worth a pickup. Yeah, would you keep him for three? If, let's just say he's on the three- or four-week IR, would you pick him it up? It depends how injury-ravished. Like, right now, I have seven players. How about we'll keep it like this. Jacoby Myers, Demir Bird, James White. If they were all available and you could have them for free on your team, would you take I'd any probably, of them? Yeah, I'd probably take Jacoby Myers because he's got to throw the ball to somebody. He I had think, 10 targets but was six for 58. I mean, that's still fine. I think he has the most limited ceiling of any – I don't even want to call him a number one receiver. One. receiver. Yeah, I agree. I think even if he gets 10 targets, he's never going to get 100 yards. I just don't think – they don't throw pass enough, I don't – It's just Cam's not good at throwing the ball. So we think Jacoby Myers is probably ownable? Mm-hmm. And it, okay. I would probably agree with that. Speaking of, speaking of things we probably wouldn't agree on. Oh, no. Who would have seen the Cincinnati Bengals torching the Tennessee Titans this week? I feel like I've been pretty good on the record of saying I don't think the Titans are that good. It's weird. They'll – The Bengals almost- are – very scrappy. Yeah. They're not a bad team. In ter- I mean, they're going to not be bad soon. They're on still kind of bad. but There wasn't much to really learn about this game. I mean, we see Derrick Henry is good. We already knew that. Jeremy McNichols, might, he is a decent handcuff. Because obviously, whenever mm-hmm. they give him the ball, good things happen. That being said, Derrick Henry has never really gotten hurt. So, I mean, you might be wasting your time. However, Corey Davis, another big game. Eight for one twenty-eight and a touchdown on ten targets. 
Uh, A.J. Brown had the second most targets, four for 24 and a touchdown. They, I was reading something on Twitter how they essentially accidentally shadowed. Like, so the Bengals' best corner, who's pretty good, mm-hmm. they lined him up against him. That guy wasn't playing man, but they lined him up against that corner for the majority of the game. So, like, they blocked their own they best. They shadowed one. themselves. Yeah, it was like a really <laughs> weird stat. I, I should have brought it with me here. Uh, yeah. Obviously, I don't. But, I didn't, but I think there are better days ahead for him. I don't think Corey Davis is obviously better. So no. Joe Joe Burrow, another good game. He's been incredible. Joe Burrow, far, all things considered, twenty six to thirty seven, two forty nine, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Pretty good day for him. Uh, Giovanni Bernard has been pretty playing pretty well for filling in. I well, mean, I mean, for being can, a backup. I mean, if you look at how the success Joe Mixon's found behind that offensive line, he's definitely looking good. It's the mustache. Fifteen for sixty two and a touchdown on the ground. Uh, through the air, three for sixteen and a touchdown. So uh, he was putting up some big points uh, the last couple weeks here. So uh, it looks like we were saying Mixon's going to be out another week. So he's going to be another good play. I'd like to see him. Samaj Piran actually got ten for thirty-two and a touchdown as well on the ground. That's far too much work to give to Samaj Piran. <sighs> yeah, that guy's not very good. But obviously, I don't think he's much of a threat to Bernard at this point. Joe um, Burrow on track for forty-five hundred yards and twenty-two touchdowns. Yeah, not a bad, that's not nice. a bad debut at all. If he can get those touchdowns up, that seems to be his one downfall. Is he doesn't score on this game? He did well. This but. is gonna sound really stupid, but I'm really excited to see some of these bad teams with good players now. Yeah, like it's Chargers. A, well, the Chargers Bengals. had Philip Rivers for a while, but they could never really get over the hump. No, so I'm, I'm excited about the Chargers. It's gonna be weird seeing the Bengals being good. I mean, I know we saw them in the playoffs not that long ago with Dalton, Maybe. but they were never good though. They were always, yeah, they never felt like they were going to. The defense was pretty good, but we never felt like they were going to win anything. Uh, that was the, I just remember the playoff game where Antonio Brown got his head taken off by. Yeah, that wasn't fun. Was it Rex Perfect or something? Uh, so it's going to be fun to see them. And then uh, obviously the Dolphins might be the, it's beautiful seeing the Dolphins good. Yeah, what isn't beautiful is seeing the Browns put up six points this week. The Browns are the biggest fraud team of all time. I can't figure them out. Like, yeah, you can. I You're can't thinking too much about it because against they're bad against decent to above average teams they show up but when they go against what like, no they don't decent to slightly above average when they play good teams okay. oh, they don't okay. show up and when they play I guess I'd argue that the Raiders are decent to good teams so I guess well, my they, the Raiders only flat. scored sixteen points this was a sorry this, this was horrible game. and if you let Josh Jacobs do this to you this season. You should be hanged because Josh Jacobs has been horrible this year. He wasn't even that good this game. He just had 31 carries. Yeah, he's got the ball a ton, but I mean. The 31 le- for 128, no touchdowns. He got stuffed three consecutive times on the goal line. The leading rusher for the the team that won by 10, five catches for 28 yards, which is Darren Waller. Your quarterback throws for 112 yards, and you lose by 10 still. Yeah, Derek Carr, 15 for 24, 112 yards and a touchdown. But on the other side of the ball, Mayfield, 12 for 25, no touchdowns, no interceptions. How the hell does Kareem Hunt get 14 carries? Like, well, it, feed that man. They had 22 carries and only 12 receptions. I mean, they just didn't do much Exactly. the ball. Yeah, they didn't. yeah it um, sucks. I still think Jarvis Landry... Maybe I'd hold him one more week. 11 target. Well, I mean, even in, in full PPR, that's 9.2. But I'm saying that's not they only scored six points. I would keep holding him if I had him, but like. I expected more out of David and Juku, too. You're, 19, 19 yards. You're getting close to dropping Landry. I don't know. And I know OBJ's gone, but let's be honest. OBJ hasn't done anything. 
He hasn't done anything all year. He and still I know, opens things. I know up, he attracts attention and whatnot. He, he was doing a little him. better too when he got hurt, but well, that's not saying much. But it's oh, there's just nothing here for anybody. No. Hunter Renfro saved your day, four for twenty six and a touchdown. But outside of that, and I guess well, obviously in Josh Jacobs, but there, there's just nothing here. Well, we had what do we have? One offensive touchdown scored. Is that am how, I seeing this right? How is this the same team that put up thirty seven points the week before? It went from. They put up 32, the next week 7, the following week 37, the next week 6. Like, what is going on with these guys? Yeah, it was a, it. not a good performance. It was a terrible game. I mean, like like I just mentioned, we had one offensive touchdown. So not. I mean, typically when you play up and you play down to the competition, that usually means that you think you've arrived and that you think you're good. But they don't even play up to the competition. So I don't even know what these guys' deal is. I think we'll have a, a better performance out of both teams I'd certainly hope moving so. Moving forward. Well, no, I think this is – I don't think there's that much to say in terms of, like, you know, fantasy news. No, no. You know, I just think that it's one of those things that they're both just going to, you know – am I making any sense? The Browns have scored seven points or less three times, The re- which are the three games they lost. In their five wins, they scored 30 points or more. I don't understand that. Yeah, there's a scored 49 on the Cowboys and only put up six against the Raiders. That inexcusable. Well, the, the Cowboys are terrible though. I mean, yeah, but like the Raiders aren't defensive savants by any means. And I guess speaking of defensive savants, how about the Colts? Absolutely, the Raiders are the good bad team. Ab- the Colts absolutely manhandled the Lions after put 20 bucks on the Lions, which is great. Why would you ever bet on the Lions? There was a good line, but goodness sake. It's not. It's it's not easy in Detroit. It seems Indianapolis it seems ever? to finally be finding their groove. Um, Philip Rivers is actually after starting off really poor. He's actually kind of leveled out a little yeah. bit. He was twenty three for thirty three three two hundred sixty two yards and three touchdowns, no interceptions. I know Philip Rivers, incredible, uh, it's wild. Matt Stafford on the other hand, twenty four for forty two three thirty six to the air, three touchdowns, one interception. So a really bad pick six, I might add. I mean, not. If you're just looking at the box score, not a terrible performance by him. Uh, oof, the rushing. 13 total carries. Yeah, you're not going to win anything doing that. That might be the lowest total I've ever seen. You're not going to win anything doing that. Uh, for what it's worth, DeAndre Swift had the most with six, followed by Adrian Peterson with seven. Uh, so he didn't have the, the two, most. DeAndre Swift had the most. What, what did I, Oh, I'm sorry. Adrian Peterson had five. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was five for seven. DeAndre Swift was six for one. Oh, my goodness. So... 13 carries total from the whole team combined for 29 yards, but between Peterson and Swift, it was 11 for 8. So, very tough day on the ground. Jordan Wilkins out carries Jonathan Taylor by 9 carries. I have Jordan Wilkins in all my Dynasty Leagues. That's not good as a owner of Jonathan Taylor in the Dynasty. I don't like that. I don't. Everybody always sleeps on Wilkins. He's He's been one of those guys, and I know that you always I probably I rolled when I was talking about him because I owned him in all my leagues, but mm-hmm. he's been a guy that's very talented. He's just always been behind a pretty good player. I mean, yeah. when Marlon Mack was right, Marlon Mack was balling out last year, and it's just hard to, you know, really get him in there, and he's not a Hines. So, I mean, you know. Speaking of balling out, another great week for TJ Hawkins. Well, just real quickly, Jordan Wilkins, what do you think about him for, for Fab? Well, obviously, pick him up. They gave him the ball 20 times. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, like, how much fab would you be willing to I spent everything I have left on him because there are no good running backs. So, let's just say there are no good running I have backs. A, I have $90 right now. How much of that would you put on Wilkins? We're, we're only through eight weeks. I'd say, like, 60 You'd at, put, at least. You'd put that much. So, at least you can get him. 
we're we're for sure that we're for sure that he's going to overtake Jonathan Taylor. No, but at this point, it's so desperate for running backs. You need somebody, and he's at least somebody. Yeah, I don't know if I'd put that much just to be careful, but would that change if you had thirty dollars? Would you put all thirty? Oh yeah. Okay, I was just wondering if you were doing okay. Uh, if Naheem Hines is not rostered, but is he worth rostering? Yeah, he, he, he was five for eight on the in rushing, PPR, yeah. three for fifty-four and two touchdowns uh, through the air. I don't know if you're rostering that. I mean, maybe even if, like let's just say, and I know he did, but let's just say he doesn't get those two touchdowns. Oh no, like, it just they use him enough in the three passing for game. Fifty-four where I think he's worth a spot in a PPR league. That being said, best ball player. That being said, people who aren't worth a spot are Marvin Jones Jr. and him and his two touchdowns this week. And I played against three receptions, and I lost by single digit points because Marvin Jones put up seventeen points. Sometimes you just hate to see averages six per game, and that that hurt my soul. And don't don't fall for it. One guy I would say that you might want to fall for maybe look into Marvin Hall, although he did have a seventy three catch, which really. Helped out his average. He's still at 113 yards. Really good. TJ Hawkins. Are you only interested in him because of Galladay? Sorry to interrupt. It certainly helps. And we don't know what the deal is with Galladay. And yeah, Galladay's missed, I think, four of the eight weeks thus far. So he's clearly not reliable to play. Yeah, he's probably not a terrible pickup. Uh, TJ Hawkins. Yeah, 10 targets again. Seven catches, 65 yards. He didn't find the end zone. But yeah, he's been, I think, nine or more every week. I think it's been something Mm -hmm. along those lines. He's, He's been very good. His ceiling isn't incredibly high, but his floor is very high. Very solid, yes. Yeah, for especially where you drafted him, or I got him, I think, in the 13th round. He's been paying off. I say paying off dividends. I have three wins in that league, so clearly it hasn't been paying off anything. Mm. But it certainly feels good. And speaking of whack uh, players getting touchdowns, we have an emer- the insert Undertaker gif, on Johnson. Oh, my goodness. And a touchdown on the uh, passing game. Yeah, that one, that one wasn't easy to stomach. So, I know that nobody likes him, but I still think he's... I think he could have success somewhere else. I don't think he's that bad. We could agree to disagree Again, on that one. I'm not saying that just because I have him in a dynasty league and I'm salty. I'm just... I think he... I don't think he's proven he's terrible. Is my... Speaking of proving being terrible, how about that Packers defense? I... It, I was just, and I say this jokingly to anybody who actually has PTSD, but I was getting PTSD of Adrian Peterson. Just uh, my nightmares are just the Packers getting, you know, people putting a, it's just a purple streak down the field with nobody near him, mm-hmm. and it's it's I don't know what the Packers deal is with, well, defense uh, <laughs> or just being good, but we cannot stop good running backs. It seems to any extent. 226 total, total yards, four touchdowns. You don't like to see that if you're what, the Packers. What were his total yards, you said? 226. My goodness. It, like I said, it reminds me of the old Adrian Peterson yeah. days when uh, – I don't even want to talk about it. But, yeah, uh, very tough. Dalvin Cook just out of nowhere, too. I mean, that was huge. Mm-hmm. 30 carries as well. For a guy that breaks down pretty easy, you'd think that that – you know, you wouldn't I mean, want to do that. But This isn't trying to get you all riled up. They didn't touch him. I mean – he, it seemed like every time his long was only field. thirty-seven too on the rushing. Yeah, he, he did have a fifty long on the receiving, but he was just giving it to him. Two for sixty-three and a touchdown on three targets. That's just goodness sakes. He's on track for eighteen hundred total yards and twenty-five total touchdowns yeah. this far, and he missed a game. Not great. He missed a game too. So the Packers game ended oh. in the worst possible way. As just a fan of football. 
that was the worst ending that you could have ever asked for in a game. Yeah, it's not easy. Where Rodgers, he, correct me if I'm wrong, that's, it's, he got hit from behind while throwing, right? Mm-hmm. And the ball bounced out. Yeah. Which, and I know they didn't have a really a real chance at winning, you know, but Aaron Rodgers can throw a Hail Mary with the best of them. So that sucked. Devonta Adams, 53 yards and three touchdowns, which I, it seems like he does that all the time. Yeah. And seven receptions on 12 targets. Uh, he's very good. I think people often forget how good he is. My other thing is never his talent. It's just I can never draft him because he's good for maybe 10 to 12 games. He is hurt quite often. It's, and, I mean, this season that's everybody, I guess, but typically it doesn't seem to be that way. Uh, speaking of free agents, though, terrible segue. We weren't speaking of free agents. That was a great segue. Uh, <laughs> Robert Tanyan, 5 for 79 on seven targets. I would say that if he's still a free agent in your league, you need to pick him up. Absolutely. I b- Probably at this point, I don't think he'd be that available. In any league that's... Probably like 75%. If you were in a competent league, I don't think he would be available. But I, I think there's a good... He's a good play there. Um, somebody I'd spend a lot of fab on if he was still around, but... Speaking of competence... Well, don't don't jump games yet. Well... What are you thinking about the Packers' run game this week? Because it looks like Aaron Jones is out. Jamal Williams... Uh, him and A.J. Dillon are both out with COVID... Um, so we essentially have, and I say we because I'm a Packers fan, have like practice squad guys. I can't remember what his name was. I saw it today. Um, Are you interested in either of those guys? Oh. Uh, maybe maybe I should ask the question differently. How much fab would you be willing to put on these guys? If I had fab, I'd put some on it. Just because there are so many buys this week, especially on my team, where basically I'm going to overpay for any running back fab. Oh. Wise, because at this point, there's nothing. There's literally nothing on free agency unless there's an injury. So, if you're week eight and you still have a bunch, clearly you need to spend it somewhere. All right. Even if it's a one-week fill, though? I mean, I wouldn't spend that much on it, but I could spend eight to ten on it. Okay. get a guy starting for the week. I mean, it seems to be any player they plug into that Packers system finds success because, like, let's be honest, Jonathan Williams isn't that great. He's, so I think you'd be surprised. He's pretty I good. Mean, I think he's a very competent number two. But speaking of competence, much. how about those Jets putting up eight solid points? The Jets, I'll give them credit. They have an extremely good plan to get the uh, number one pick. Yeah, they really doubled down on that. And it's, I, it's just embarrassing. I'm going to go to my grave defending Sam Darnold. I'm not saying. Yes and no. I'm not saying he helps himself necessarily, but he's better than. He is getting shafted hard by the Jets. And he at least he looks like he gives a damn out there. There's, like, Daniel Jones doesn't look like he cares. This they, guy looks like he cares. The Jets have not allowed any player development either. Like, they uh, haven't helped the dude no. out at all. They're like, hey, um, we got a young quarterback. Let's give him some weapons. Like, yeah, let's let's go, let's overpay for Le'Veon Bell. Like, okay. Like, yeah, like that's going to work. Like, when the best weapon you give him is Jameson Crowder in, th- Crowder in three years, what do you expect is going to happen? And I totally get, again, that he... You know, they're has big, his own issues, but their big free agency signing was fifty-year-old Frank Gore. I don't know why they didn't trade him. If you're going to get Trevor Lawrence, you might as well get something out of him. Like he's, if nothing else, don't wouldn't you feel bad for him? Just help him out. No, but uh, I feel bad for him regardless. And like you say, it would make sense. When have the Jets ever done anything that's made sense? Yeah, uh, like never. Not too much. You let Patrick Mahomes throw for four hundred yards on you and five touchdowns, and that's while Chad Henney got touches. And this is with you held the running game to 2.5 yards per carry. Well done. And get and guess what happens? You lose by 26. Like so there's absolutely nothing at all to talk about with this no. game. Um 
Sam Darnold didn't throw an interception. I just want to give him that. Yeah, good for him. Uh, also unless, throw until Crowder comes back, you're not touching anybody. Maybe Chris Herndon, but probably not. I've In my dynasty league, due to injuries, I've had to start with Michael P. Ryan. Mm. It hasn't been fun. No. But he, like, a couple weeks ago, he got me 12. Like, this week, I guess he only got me, like, two. But it's – I'm sorry. He got me – it's full PPR. So he got me about five. But, yeah, other than super desperate situations, I mean, he might be worth it if you're as desperate as I was. But other than that, no, you wouldn't want any of them. And uh, I would say really nothing of note on the Chiefs' side. No. Maybe that Le'Veon Bell, only he was six for seven on the ground. Yeah, he woke up feeling dangerous that And day. in the past game. Big revenge game. Three for 31 on three targets. So I, I think he's going to work into it. Anybody on that team's good. He'll be especially good in the past game. So I think he's potentially a buy low, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went, I'm not saying I'd give up that much, but I think he's potentially buy low. Speaking of buy low, this was literally one of the biggest throwaway games like ever. Yeah, like there's really there's no point to watching talk about. it. The Los Angeles Rams, 17 points against the Dolphins, falling down 28 to 10 at halftime, and only managing to get seven points in the second half. For a five and three team, this is very disappointing. We didn't even really get to see two a play. I mean, we did, but well, not really. <laughs> He got smoked on that opening play uh, with the fumble, but, I mean, 12 for 22, one touchdown, no interceptions. 93 uh, yards. It's a that... good get-your-feet-wet game, I guess, oh, for yeah. him. Uh, it is worth noting, Miles Gaskin, he was 18 for 47 in a touchdown, but I don't think we read this on the injury report, but he is out uh, for uh, at least three weeks. Ooh, Matt Breida might be so, a big play. From what I was seeing, Matt Breida is the next in line. Uh, my fantasy team rejoices with no, who has no running backs, but mm-hmm. – uh, yeah, so that's the one thing of note there. Um, as far as he also Cup. had three receptions, too. Cooper Cup, 21 targets. Uh, it is worth noting, just because when we see the box scores here, Isaiah Ford is on the Patriots now. He was traded. Mm-hmm. Not that that's a big deal for the Dolphins, but... It, Why would you trade for a guy who got one catch or 10 yards? He hasn't been that bad this year, but they just haven't... Have you seen the... I mean, come on. We were talking about Dominic Bird, and I mean, they have the worst receiving them in the jets but at least the jets have crowder i don't even i know it's the first game so i'm not gonna put too much stock in it but 93 yards for an entire game is not great um obviously it was the first game but i expected a little more they didn't have to they kind of coasted though well i know but like you still threw the ball 22 times so i guess i just i expected a little more just for all the hype that was around him before he entered the game he still could be very good but i thought it was just a bit underwhelming cooper cup 21 targets yeah that is insane. That's a lot. 11 for 110. Would have liked to see him get a touchdown. Robert Woods got the touchdown. 7 for 85 and a touchdown on 8 targets. So very effective day for him. And he had a rushing touchdown again. When are people going to defend that? Yeah, him and Curtis Samuel. I don't know what's going on there. Like, oh, uh, we'll see him going in motion. Let's just let him run the ball. In the- Josh Reynolds and Gerald Everett also had 9 targets. They were 4 for 44 and 5 for 32. So nothing crazy out of them. It seems there like were Tyler a lot Higby, of targets going yeah, around. Yeah, it seems like Tyler Higby is getting phased out of the offense. Which, as somebody who was high on him before the draft, mm-hmm. that hurts. But, yeah, 61 attempts, so they had to go somewhere, and Cooper Cup ended up getting the majority of them. Yeah, Jared Goff losing two fumbles did not help. But it was kind of a rough day for the Rams, but kind of as expected, I think. I Devonta don't... Parker, another bad, like a bad game that got saved by a touchdown. Yeah, I Granted, think... when, the, when the quarterback throws for 93 yards, I'm not going to – or 91 yards or whatever it was, I'm not going to blame him at yeah, all. I mean, there are 22 targets, I don't – I'm not too worried about that. But that, that I'm defense... concerned about the Rams, though. That defense the Jets have or the Dolphins have is not a joke. The uh, the Rams are the ultimate Jekyll and Hyde team. And so are, to be honest, so are the Dolphins. When they show up, they show up. 
I think the Dolphins, though, have been pretty competent for quite a while. Not last year. But they were winning quite a few. I thought they looked pretty good. They they kind of remind me of uh, who is the team this year that's uh, – there's a team that has two wins, uh, the Chargers. They're teams like the Chargers that are just really – and the Bengals, they're just competitive every week. They yeah. just lose. I feel like that was the Dolphins last year. Yeah, the Dolphins, they, week one, they lost by 10 to the Patriots somehow. Then week two, they lost by three to the Bills. Their next loss was Seattle by eight, which isn't bad at all. And they've won the rest of the games. Like, they've lost to good teams. And I guess they blew out the Niners. They blew out the Jets, which, again, you, all you got to do is show up. And then they blow out the Rams, which, so far, I, I've been very impressed by them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how I feel about the Rams. I just don't trust Goff at all. I think that's my... Yeah, when you throw the ball 61 times, you need more than one touch. Goff is just not good. I don't think he's good at all. He's... I I disagree in the sense he's the definition definition of good. He's good. He's, he's not fine. winning you anything. Like he he's like he's middle of the pack. He's like, speaking of whatever. Speaking of below average, the Baltimore Ravens fall twenty four to twenty eight to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'd love to see it. And by below average, I'm referring to one Lamar Jackson, who the reigning MVP. <sighs> that man can't I throw a ball to save. His I life. don't understand why people talk this guy up so much he just he's not a good passer and i I know that the runs as much as i'm with everybody i love watching him run because he's like a faster michael vick or maybe he's not but he looks like michael vick at least at least michael vick can throw the ball he was it's kind of crazy if you look at baltimore's rushing dobbins 15 113 gus edwards 16 87 487 lamar jackson 16 for 65 yeah that's tied for the most rushes on the team 265 yards on six yards to carry that's fantastic but and they lose to a team that has 15 carries for 47 yards to the leading back, and the second back has one for one. But Lamar, though, 13 for 28, 208 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Two fumbles. He's like – Or he fumbled three times. You know how we talked about Goff being somebody we don't trust? I do not Lamar trust Lamar Jackson, anymore. again, is also like a I do not trust this guy. Yeah, no. It, it's funny, too, because you like keep looking for excuses to trust him, and he, every big game they've had, he just doesn't he just show loses. up. It's yeah. like, well – but uh, Juju finally back a little bit. And every uh, time I see him do this, I just think of the, not bad for a running back, not bad for – they always say all last year. They don't throw for 97 yards. I'm like, hey, not bad for running back. Yeah. I, I just want to tweet it at him. You like that. Yeah, you like that. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, 7 for 67 eight on eight targets. He led the team uh, with yards. Chase Claypool, 5 for 42 and a touchdown on nine targets. Uh, and then we had Don, uh, Deontay Johnson, only one reception for six yards on three targets. I believe he left the game with an injury as well. Uh, my fantasy team was not loving it. Uh, James Conner still had three receptions for 13 yards, so still gave you a couple points there. Uh, Eric Ebron, four for 48 and a touchdown on five targets. As much as everybody likes to hate on Eric Ebron, he has been putting up pretty decent numbers for a tight end, so uh, not a bad play moving forward, I'd say, with him. Yeah, I'm looking up right now. Lamar Jackson is ranked number 27 in passing accuracy by playerprofile.com, and he also ranks number three in danger plays. Well, only oh. number 26 in completed air yards. It's not good. Yeah. The uh, Baltimore receiving. Willie Sneed, 5 for 106 on seven targets. So nothing great there. Hollywood Brown, 1 for 3 on two targets. He had a touchdown. It's kind of funny because he had the back-to-back touchdowns. He had the one that got wiped off because they said he stepped mm-hmm. out. Then he had the touchdown the next play. And Three catches and one angry tweet. Did you have his tweet after the game. He was not happy about not getting work. So uh, I own him in a league, and I am hoping that – means he'll get the ball more but 
this almost seems like one of those situations that if Lamar doesn't step it up, he's going to have a lot of people very unhappy with him. I'm looking at the efficiency stats too. True completion, number 30. We have play action completion, 22. Deep ball completion, 24. Pressure completion, 30. Clean pocket, 25. And catchable pass rate, 34. Like, yeah, there aren't even 34 starting quarterbacks. He's just not very impressive to me. Lamar Jackson also had three fumbles and lost two of them yesterday. Yeah, four uh, You're not going to win the game if you turn the ball over four times. So, Steelers. also not great. But, I again, the Ravens are a team that I just have a very hard time trusting them. It's because the entire offense runs through him. And if the entire offense runs through one guy who I don't trust, I can't trust him. Stupid question. Is fantastic. The running game's fantastic. He's a fantastic runner. If you had money on the Ravens to win the Super Bowl this year, I'd would, be would you rather have Lamar starting or Jameis Winston starting? Oh, well, Lamar. Okay. Okay. I was just, I was seeing how much you Okay. Like we have one guy you don't trust. Let's put the least trustworthy man or replace with the least trustworthy man. Now, this offense is tailored for him. And as a running, as a runner, he's super good. And as a passer, he's okay. Like, he can be great. I was great, just, just seeing just, where we're at. He's just inconsistent. And the fact that also shows how good the Ravens are. He turns the ball over four times and they lose by four points. That was they played very well. All yes. Things considered. Speaking of inconsistent, we move on to the Chargers Broncos game. Chargers lose this one, thirty-one to thirty, after being up after giving up twenty-one fourth quarter points. Yeah, that's not good to the Broncos. Uh, just like to get it out of the way, I do want to apologize to all the listeners out there who heard me heard me talking at the beginning of the season about liking uh, Locke. Um, I was. What talking, do you mean? He had his best game of the season. I was poten- I was talking about potentially buying rookie cards and such. Uh, oh, great game this week! Uh, I am not a luck believer any lock believer any longer. I just want to put that out there. If great game means twenty six for forty one, two forty eight, three touchdowns, and interception, then I don't know. He's. That's... I agree in the sense where I don't think he's going to be the next big thing, which uh, that's not a hot take. But at the same time, I think if Sutton comes back and he gets more time to develop, I think he could be a more than serviceable quarterback, like not a disaster waiting to happen. But, yeah, this, this season has seemed almost like a step back, unfortunately. I did want to show something funny, though, that Deshaun Hamilton, I've rostered yeah. him for three years in a dynasty league, and I finally dropped him last week. And then it goes for 82 yards. And he had four for 82 and a touchdown after – I don't even know if the dude no, had 10 points all year. That was literally me with Zach Moss. I rostered him the whole season, dropped him last week, and he has 20. I'm like, no, you've yeah. got to be kidding well, me. Well, this is dynasty, so it's and a little – And I only dropped him because I couldn't roster a team – with all my injuries, but yeah, it. I say that as somebody, I'm not even necessarily mad about it. I it's just, just think like it's funny. Serious right now. Melvin Gordon almost led the team in receptions. He was six for 21 on seven targets. He didn't do anything with it. Uh, the leader, <laughs> Noah Fant, seven for 47 on nine. Jerry Judy finally ten targets, four for 73. So when they, when they can throw the ball to him, relatively decent things happen. I, K- I wish they'd use him more. KJ Hamler uh, and Albert. I'm not even gonna say try to say the last name. Uh, had the only, had the other two <laughs> touchdowns, so kind of a weird receiver day. Uh, Another great game by Herbert, and I know he had those two picks. And honestly, I couldn't care less. This he at least like, I like him because if you're gonna turn the ball over, at least air the ball out. And this guy airs the ball out. So again, it's like is the, he a young Brett Favre? He's looking like it. It's like he's like a young Josh Allen, but it's like if I was expecting protest on that one, but apparently not. Um, I, know, I mean, he's like if Drew, Justin Herbert's way more accurate. If than, Drew Brees throws a pick, I'm going to be mad because he throws the ball like two yards. Mm. So, well, first off, his so pick why are you upset be, at uh, Taysom Hill picks? Because he shouldn't be throwing the ball. He's throwing. He's throwing bombs. He shouldn't be throwing the ball, dude. Now, 
And yeah, at least if you're gonna throw two picks and you're airing it out and put up 30, so what? So what? I don't care. They finally, the Chargers are finally. They, I know they lost, but it was a good looking game, and I think I know why. Because Joshua, Joshua Kelly. Kelly only got seven carries, which is seven too many. Justin Jackson was getting the ball and was absolutely killing it, and he was killing it in the receiving game it's too. It's not good if Tremaine Pope is taking over you. Joshua Kelly, receiving stats: one catch for negative seven yards. Just don't catch the ball yeah, at not, that point. Not great. Just hit it down. Uh, I I was very excited to see that Mike Williams looks like he can be an every week play. Five for ninety nine in the touchdown on eight targets. Yeah, the way Herbert. He's it. very good, and it's about time he actually gets some shine. I don't know if I'd say very good, but he for a second option. I think he's, he's a very good, good second option. Uh, Justin Jackson also getting involved. Three for th- fifty three in the uh, yeah. passing game. Keenan Allen nine for sixty seven and a touch on eleven targets. Chargers high. Keep giving Justin Jackson the ball. You're gonna start winning. Uh, maybe saying. play a little better defense in the fourth. But speaking about playing better defense, how about those Bears giving up twenty six to Drew Brees this week? I, it's not good. I cannot stand the Bears because they are terrible. Yeah, they're awful. There's yeah. they're and they're horrible to watch. Yeah, Nick Foles twenty eight for forty one, two touchdowns, one interception. That was uh, to be honest, that's not that bad. He looked terrible. That's a fine. Did game. you watch the game? He looked awful. Well, at least his receivers were catching the ball. David Montgomery, 21 for 89. His best game of the season, might I add. I want to call him. There needs to be – Molasses is going to be his nickname. right? So there needs to be some kind of – he looks like Why stuck just, in quicksand. We should just call him nothing from now on so because he is good at nothing. Stuck in quicksand out there. Former Iowa State, great. Uh, and am I the only one so sick and tired of Drew Brees throwing awful. the ball behind the line of scrimmage to Kamara and having Kamara get all the yards for him? Drew Brees, his average depth of completion is third last in the league, and nobody seems to be hating on him for it. I mean, you shouldn't go out hating on him, but, I mean, it's it's so just ugh. Yeah, he does not look very good. Kamara looks good, though. Even in the rushing, he only had 12 carries, but 12 for 67. Uh, Taysom Hill even got five for 35 on the ground. And he had 30 yards and a catch, too, which – in my dynasty, when I need a quarterback, I refuse to play him, and then he goes out and gets like 10 points. There is nothing more obnoxious than when he I'm – I'm so confused. Whenever he lines up like, oh, as the quarterback gonna, spot like, oh, at like third and five. It. I wonder if he's going to pass it. He's, like, he's not going to pass it. How it's always third and fourth to third and six, and he always runs. And I don't know who is expecting him not and, to run. And he's slow, and he doesn't cut. And he's he still not, somehow he's gets not it. that slow, but he, he he's, somehow gets it. He runs in a straight line. It's like and gets the first every down. time like, I see it, he's like, "Oh, well, he's running to the long side of the field." Yeah, oh, and, and somehow, like, without doing any moves, he gets the first down every time. And like, guys, how are we falling for this? It's like it's literally like the offense fall starting. It's like you know what's happening here. How are you falling for this? And it's the same thing with him. Like we know he's not going to throw the ball. Yeah, definitely not great. Uh, yeah, Kamara also, like Brandon mentioned, beast in the receptions, nine for. 96 on 13 targets led the team uh jared cook had a nice game 551 and a touch traquan we wish he would have done a little more five for 43 on seven targets but what are you gonna do yeah is michael thomas ever gonna come back i don't know he there's no way he's hurt i don't know because he he like was cleared to play like three weeks ago so unless he re-aggravated something else well i think he might have but i don't know what his status is uh, on the Bears' side of the ball, besides Allen Robinson, do you want to own anybody? Maybe Anthony Miller, but other than that, no. Eight for 73 on 11 targets. Do you care at all about Darnell Mooney? 
Not five really. for sixty nine to touch on six targets. There's so many good receivers in this league where he's one of those guys where I don't think he's very necessary. Even I don't think Anthony Miller is all that necessary, but he's at least mm. consistently getting work. Jimmy Graham let us down two for thirteen on seven targets, which is really weird. But do you, do you know he used to play football? Yeah, apparently no basketball. Okay. Allen Robinson six for eighty seven in the touchdown on seven targets. Uh, Anthony Miller oddly leads the way with eleven there, like we mentioned. So kind of a weird day. I think the Bears are terrible. Um, Will we see Mitch Trubisky soon? I certainly hope not. I don't think Nick Foles looks very good. He doesn't, but he looks better than him. And at least with him, at least Nick Foles, again, he'll at least go for it. He at least throws the ball further than five yards. Like, yeah, I'd rather have an incomplete 40-yard pass than an incomplete five-yard pass. Like, he at least, there's potential. There's potential with what he does. Mm. Speaking of potential. Oh, yeah. Russell Wilson, another four-touchdown game. 27 to 37, four touchdowns. Uh, Nick Mullins, incredible game himself. 18 for 25 and two touchdowns. I said that sarcastically, but that's not actually. That's not bad at all. It's not a terrible box. DK Metcalf. It's not a terrible box score. No, DK Metcalf. Uh, it is notable, though, that Jimmy Garoppolo is getting shut down for, I believe, is for, was it six weeks with that ankle? I believe Gee, he's. Liz. I believe he's gone for a while. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if they decide to pay him next year. Uh, just. I'm just throwing it out there. I would definitely not if I were them. But, you know, I actually get annoyed by teams like this where, like, like the Rams, like, I just want Jared Goff to go away so that they can be good. The problem is, though, there's nobody better to switch him with unless you make a big trade. I think Garoppolo is literally, like, the most replaceable person of all time. He is, yeah. But, like, literally, I feel like anybody could – I don't know. I, I literally feel like anybody could do that. But let's uh. At least Jet had a decent game to this game. 40, Are you 40 yards. rushing to add Jamichael Hasty? No. Two for tw- twelve for twenty nine and a touchdown. No, because we've seen every single running back in that in that system get plugged in and do well. Twelve for twenty nine is no good. And if you can't find success in the Niners, you're not good. Jet found success. Mm, not today. Three for negative one, but in a touchdown. But he had those four carries for forty yards, mm. catches for forty yards. DK Metcalf looking very nice. Um. I might be, for six, 161, two touchdowns. I might be going out on a limb here. DJ, DJ, or excuse me, I might be going out on a limb. DK Metcalf, he's pretty good at football. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. He's, he's Tyler, like, I, Tyler Lockett disappointed. Four for 33 on five targets. He's either looks it's like the obnoxious. best receiver in the league or just a pedestrian. It's obnoxious one, how he pinballs. Yeah. He had the 37 point game a couple weeks ago, he had the 50 point game last week. And he just like keeps hovering around four to six or 20 plus, it seems. So he's really obnoxious. Four to six or like 50-plus. Um, I would monitor the status of the running backs for Seattle this week. DJ Dallas is kind of a last. Everyone's really excited about DJ. But like even This is this was his one opportunity, and he hasn't really done – didn't do much. No, it's the first time getting any real work. Well, I agree. Niners it, defense is usually okay, too. It's just like everyone's like, oh, you, he's a must-add. And it's like, eh, 18 for 41. It's like, is he, though? Like, I mean, I know the 18 carries is very enticing. Don't get me wrong. But the receivers on the Niners, though, look not looking too bad. Brandon Ayuk, 8 for 91 and a touchdown on 11 targets. Kendrick Bourne, 8 for 981 uh, on 10 targets. Kendrick Bourne was weird. I think I got him in a couple dynasty leagues. Yeah, those eight receivers are really nice. Yeah, so uh, definitely turning into okay plays there. Uh, I believe, like we mentioned, Deba Samuel was relatively close to coming back. Yeah. Um, I'm not too concerned with Debo Samuel anymore. Oh, is that so? Yeah. Who is it? The <laughs> the Niners just let uh, Dante Pettis. They just let Dante. They, uh, 
Dante Pettis was just let go or waived, hmm. which was kind of a surprise move. He's going to hit waivers. Uh, fingers crossed he makes it to the Packers. But Ooh. speaking of the Packers, did you see that they were negoti- They were trying to talk to the Texans all day about getting – Yeah, and then Will F- the, the Texans were like, oh, you don't value Will Fuller enough. I'm like, bro, Will Fuller's played like 10 career games. What I are you was, talking about? I, it was kind of funny to like watch the fans, and I was just like – I don't want Will Fuller on the but team. Not only that, the fans act like Will Fuller is the second coming of Jerry Rice. Like, let's, let's not get it twisted. He's having a nice little season he, no, this he year. He always does, but he's always hurt. Yeah, he's having a nice little season this year, and that's it. That's it. That's all we got. Now, don't get it twisted. I want the Packers to trade for a receiver, but, I mean, it's like. But Will Fuller, I don't know if he's it. Antonio Brown was available. Like, for free. Why are we? For literally free. I mean, there's also an argument that if I don't know what the contract situation was with him, yeah. if he was on a one or two year, then maybe whatever. But it, I, I mean, he's not stopping the run. So speaking of speaking of being unable to stop the run, how about those Cowboys losing 23 to nine, giving up 119 yards to a combination of Boston Scott, Corey Clement, Carson Wentz, Jalen Rager, and Greg Ward. I would just like to say to ESPN, get these uh, or all the primetime game people. The NFL. Get these guys off get of the damn NFC time. East or whatever. Please. Get the NFC East out of primetime. I know nobody wants to see this. I know they're the most popular team. I don't care. I don't. Nobody wants to see this. I don't want to see Ben Denucci throwing for 180 yards and no touchdowns. I don't want to see them scoring nine first half points and scoring zero in the second half and giving up 16 in the second half <sighs> to blow it. Not only that, I'm over here hating on the Cowboys as if the Eagles are any better. I mean, goodness sakes, Carson, Carson Wentz, Wentz, 123 yards and two picks. I know he had those two touchdowns, but still. Could he hold the ball any longer? I mean. I was so triggered on the uh, two-point conversion. They just ran Jalen Hurts to the to the pylon and got smoked. Yeah. like <laughs> What in the world? And, yeah, and Jalen Hurts, like, he's, why is this man in the game? Every time they put him in there, there's nothing happens. Oh, one ki- one completion for nine yards. Yeah, I don't. I really guess think. one completion for nine yards would probably make him the best quarterback on the roster. But you still. would make an argument that it makes sense on the Saints why they maybe would use Taysom Hill. But it's like it, I you just, can get cute with it when you're decent. Like the, Carson Wentz is athletic though, so it doesn't really make and not sense. Not only that, the Eagles suck. So like, if you suck, don't try to get. Can you cute please with refer it. to them as the division leading Eagles? By default, is uh, there anybody on Travis Volgum? I like him a lot. Six catches, seventy-eight yards, and one touchdown. I, I think how... Rieger is a ad if he if he's available. <sighs> Ward's Boston Scott's going to be good enough as long I mean as long as Sanders is I'm out. I'm so sick and tired of these bad running backs scoring a billion points. I think Dallas Goddard is a good yeah add too. I don't think he'll be available. Michael Gallup kind of showed up for the first time in a minute. Speaking of so, showing up, well, how about Amari Cooper? He certainly did. It's kind of strange because Gallup has showed up. Anytime it's not been Prescott this year. Or every time I play against him. But I, I hate to say it. I think he's the best play when either Danushi or Dalton is starting. But I could – I well, maybe I need to go back and look at Dalton. Speaking of best plays – Dalton Schultz is what, playing well. What needs to be done if you are an owner of Ezekiel Elliott? Like, what do you do? Well, the problem is, is – Like, on a high-scoring offense, he didn't look great. And now he's on an offense that can't score points. The offensive line is so changed. bad. He's also just slow. Yeah, I don't know. You like the volume. I mean, you're going to keep rolling him out there, but I don't think the Cowboys are ever going to score. So, like, you do, do you trade him because you probably won't get anything for him? Uh, I would actually, if if we're talking about redraft, I would probably try to fish him out there. I'd probably throw him out there and see uh, see what I could get. 
I don't. I doubt it'd be much. I think you'd be surprised. There be there are a lot of people that are the only people who draft who trade from are people trading for his name. Well, yeah, but there are a lot of people that when they think Zeke, it's just like automatically, oh, really good elite running back. And I think that there are people that you could definitely – I don't want to say swindle because Zeke's not terrible, but I think there are people that you could probably what, – what would you trade him for in terms of receiver? Let's do like a receiver thing. Oh, I'd, I'd trade a lot for him for receiver because I have a billion of them. So, like, so many of them. Would you trade – I'm trying to think Kareem what like, the Hunt cutoff. for him straight up. If I had him? If you had Kareem Hunt, would you trade for him? Cream uh, for Zeke, because I wouldn't. Account, do I have Zeke or Cream? You have Kareem. I'd probably trade him. I'd probably trade for. Oh wait, no, no, no. I have Kareem. Mm-hmm. I'd probably keep Kareem. Because right now, I was thinking about this today. I'm in a win now, and Kareem has his bye week this week, and all my players are out. If I could trade Kareem for Zeke, you say you're in win now. Like yeah. this isn't redraft. I could. Well, yeah, but I could skip the bye week, but at the same time, have a running back available now. And when Chubb or when Chubb comes back, his workload is going to go down. Yeah, but he's very heavily involved in the past. I, I agree. I'm I, I'm not saying I do either. Game. I was just thinking about it. I wanted to know your opinion. Yeah, I probably. I mean, I probably keep him, but I I'm trying to think in terms of like wide receivers where the cutoff would be. I sure as hell but, trade Kenny Galladay for him, if I had Kenny. Well, yeah, because Kenny's hurt. Oh, yeah, and because he's just been annoying me. Speaking. We didn't come up with any receivers. <laughs> of annoying. I don't. How about Rob Gronkowski on the on the Tampa Bay Bucks? I think this is actually closer to where he's just going to be, if we're just being honest. I mean, what do you have? He was four for forty-one in a touchdown. No, I couldn't think of anything else. So I just said oh. Gronkowski. I, I think that's. I think he's good for between four to seven, four to six catches, forty to seventy yards, and maybe a touchdown. Probably more so sixty yards. You know what I mean? I think he's mm-hmm. going to be a safe. 8 to 10 points a week, 8 to 12. Is Mike Evans back? Uh, he only had seven targets. Yeah, I mean, Jaden Mickens had more targets. No, I don't think he is. Either Five for 55 I think touch. there's something wrong with him health-wise. I don't know. Brady just doesn't use him very much. I mean, if you remember him last year and in the years past, it's just been bombs Granted, yeah, they've all been day to him. slinging it to him. Where he would be getting like 12 targets every week or more, it seemed. Yeah, I don't know. I don't trust many people in the past game. I trust Gronk in terms of getting me 6 to 12 points. I certainly don't trust Chris Godwin because he can't even get well, on the field anymore. Uh, I'm start- Are we is Ronald Jones no longer the one for sure? I would be 7 very- for 23, four receptions for 23 yards. But Leonard Fournette had three for 19 receptions, 15 for 52 on the ground. I would be very concerned if I were Ronald Jones owner just because uh, Fournette obviously got more carries, and he was slightly more efficient. But at That's, the same time, with the receiving game, Fournette was right behind him, and he was technically more efficient. So with that kind of stuff, that would have me very worried. That's just a bummer, though, if like your team was really good at the beginning because of Jones. No, it's not, because Ronald Jones I, I know never you, should have been You don't have guy. much equity in him. but And when you drafted Ronald Jones, you knew that Leonard Fournette was there. So is Fournette the one going forward? I still think it's going to be like around the 50-50, 60-40 range. So who both, would you rather on? Both of them are going to be hard to start. They're both on the waiver wire. You can have one. Who are you taking? Probably still Ronald Jones. Ooh, barely. But I, I think uh, I'm. I think I'm Fournette right now. But I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. That could I be don't a like game either one thing. of them. Speaking of not liking either one of them, how about Wayne Gallman? I do not like him at all. 
He's the primarily def- because he's the reason I lost last week. But he literally just like like twelve for forty four. Like that's not great. With the touchdown. Yeah, the touchdown saved. Him. Alfred Morris back in action, eight for twenty eight. I was actually very happy to see him. How back. old is he? I couldn't believe he was on the field. I I saw Alfred Morris. I'm like they got. I'm like I forgot about that. He is thirty one. When was the last time he played? It was in Dallas, I think. Let me pull it up. It's been a minute. It's gotta be. I couldn't believe that I was, I was when I saw on Twitter him. that he got signed. I liked him with his home run celebration. The way he'd drive his old beat-up car to work every day. Because he's like, oh, no, I'm not buying a new car. He played, good for this guy. He was on the Cardinals last year? He had one rushing attempt for four yards last year. And a first down. Okay. Was it on the Cardinals? Yeah. He played for the Niners. I forgot he was in the Niners. Oh, yeah. That's right. I remember I drafted him when he was on the Niners thinking oh, he was going to be the Niners. He actually played a lot. Yeah, I remember, ago. yeah on the, I remember when I drafted him on the Niners two years ago. Yeah, I, and I was no so excited. I thought he was going to be the steal of the draft because, like, oh, the Niners system's a great system. He's back with Kyle Shanahan. Wow. He's going to be the man. 111 carries for tw- 428 yards and two touchdowns. And then, yeah, it just blew up in my face. I felt like the world's biggest idiot because I think I picked him up in, like, the sixth round when he's usually getting drafted in the eighth. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get a first-round value yeah, out of this guy. 51-yard run against the Rams. We, How do you let that happen? 16. That's, I don't know why the hell we're talking about Alfred Morris. He had that one really good season. No, he used to be good. He had no, two good red, seasons. On the Washington football team, which would have been the dip, whatever. Yeah. Uh, huh. I never – yeah, that's weird. I, I didn't realize he was even in the NFL last year. I, I love seeing him back in the league. I don't know why. Um, As far as Giants players that you're confident in. Sterling Shepard maybe. That's about it. Not even Darius Slayton, 5 for 56 on nine targets. He's He has a decent floor, but I, he's, just, he's just like, meh. Like Evan needs somebody in the flex, maybe. Evan Ingram, five for sixty-one on ten targets. He looked a little better last night. He caught a pretty tough. He had a pretty tough pass <laughs> in the end zone, or not the end zone, but he had a pretty tough pass over his head that he got. Probably had a couple nice drops. Uh, Golden Tate, two for thirty-one in the touchdown on three targets. I don't think anybody's playing him. So, no. uh, anything else to say about this game? There wasn't much to say, to be honest. It. it I mean, it was somehow a pretty good game. The Giants honestly fought a lot harder than I thought they they would, and for that, I I give a thumbs up. But Daniel Jones, at the end of the day, they're still the Giants. Daniel Jones looked bad. Yeah, I watched like the, almost the whole game. Daniel Jones looked like Daniel Jones. He they they this game should have gone into overtime. He had Deion Lewis wide open in the end zone, and then he threw it behind him. Yeah, and it was like a second late. Like, yeah. if he would have just thrown it to the, to, to the pylon a second earlier, it was like a free touchdown all day, and he yeah. just missed. Not only that, this is another game. He has eight games in a row with having either the same amount of turnovers as touchdowns or more. He still has never once exceeded touchdowns to turnovers, and you, you can't win with that. It's not a good plus minus. You can't. Yeah, there's there's a reason why they're 1-7. I mean, I know Saquon went down. I know they don't have the great, greatest receivers, but if you're just – Turning the ball over like that, you're just not going to win. Yeah, it's it's kind of yeah, it's just kind of an unfortunate situation that they got going there. Two more turnovers than Tom Brady, and they lose by two points. That's on you. Yeah. Um. Anything else you wanted to mention? Um, I don't think. Yeah, it wasn't a. Was kind of an interesting week. There were kind of a lot of blowouts, though. So I don't know. One thing that is interesting to note. Is that Daniel Jones is ranked 72nd in touchdowns this season? I'm interested to see how long his leash is. I feel, I feel he's one of those guys that people talk up a lot more than he than is worth it. Yeah. 
No, that's why at the beginning of the season, I'm like, why is everybody talking about how Daniel Jones is the next coming, but Gardner Minshew sucks? Well, because it... And, like, and don't get me wrong. Gardner Minshew is not the second coming either. Well, even but Sam I, Darnold. Like, I still think Gardner is twice as good as this guy. Like, like Sam Darnold is much better. Do we think, yeah, Daniel Jones is better than Sam Darnold? Like, eh. Like everyone, It'd be interesting to flip the teams, like, if Darnold was on the... To me, he was, on, he was on, like, the Dwayne Haskins level. Except Dwayne Haskins had a better... Oh, Dwayne Haskins. Haskins bad. at least had a, had a better backup, which is why he got benched. Dwayne Haskins is bad. No, I'm, I'm not disputing that. But, yeah, this season... I'm interested to see how much he goes. This season, he has 10 turnovers to 7 touchdowns. I mean, 7 touchdowns. Dalvin Cook had 4 last week. Yeah, I think <laughs> I honestly think I'm I'm kind of out on Daniel Jones almost for a, like a long term out. Like even even rookie season, Geno Smith three hundred three thousand yards, not great, but he only played thirteen games, twenty four touchdowns to twelve interceptions. That's fine. This year we're halfway through the season. At least he is because he has eight games, seven touchdowns in nine interceptions. Like and not you, to mention the fumbles. Like, no, yeah, I agree. But let's say he were to hypothetically keep this up. At the same times by two. He'll end with 14 touchdowns this year and 18 turnovers. And last year, playing 13 games, he had 24. That's 10 more. Like, yeah, he that's has not gone great. straight downhill. Yeah. It's not good. I, I think his leash is probably about up. I, I think they've been putting up with him for quite a while. So it'll be interesting to see how Especially long they keep that up. one win. Like, if, if they could find a way to get the oh. Jets to win a game. Like either when they play them, just punt the ball every time they touch the ball. Then maybe they can get Lawrence. They need to trade for uh, uh, I ruined my joke. Adam Gase, there it is. They need trade to trade for Adam. Adam. Yeah, trade for Adam Gase. He'll the get hottest commodity. Guaranteed. Yeah, he, he's a great commodity. If you're out here looking for, uh, he was the sixth pick last year. Wow, you don't remember that? No, I thought he was like at the end of the first round. Wow. I completely forgot about that. There were some very funny reaction videos. That's not good. There are some funny reaction videos to that, but there always is. That's probably enough Daniel Jones talk for now. It's uh, far too much. I'd like to thank everybody for joining us uh, for today's episode uh, of the Week 8 Recap. We'll be back at you hopefully tomorrow. We said this last week and it didn't happen, but we're hoping for tomorrow. It's been a busy past few weeks. <laughs> it has. And this the election has just... I. I'm so frazzled, I can hardly speak. Just remember, everybody, to stay hydrated and keep eating. Because we saw people actually telling people to do that. Because it's that big of a deal. Apparently. Imagine being... The, I'm, never mind. This is, being a, this an is, adult this is not having, a political podcast. And having to be reminded to eat and drink during the final... Or the, the election. election. The finals. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're, we're joking, by the way. Anyway. I mean, you should eat and well, drink. Well, we but, weren't joking about that. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, We'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. We'll be back at you tomorrow. Where could the good people find us? I'm just us, telling Austin? us we're going to tune back and come back in. We're going to podcast tomorrow. Dang it! Where could the good people find us, Austin? And we're going to have an episode about the preview for Week Nine. The the good people can find us uh, on YouTube. Where at? Stuff podcast. Thank you. Uh, I'm not. We have a website, but I it's in the links. Uh, it's not been updated in a minute because time is a commodity, which we just don't have that much of. Uh, but if you give us that like. Maybe we'll get some monetization and get more time. No, yeah. But uh, leave a like. Thank you again for tuning in, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Goodbye. Love you all.